0: to the Mama Kate podcast. Happy Monday. I hope you're having a great day. I am joined here with my husband, Dave, today for a special episode. What's up, Dave?
1: Well, it is such an <laughs> honor to be on the Mama Kate podcast. Big fan. <laughs> Regular listener.
0: Really? You've listened to my podcast? Every one of them. Oh, that's so nice. Did you like it or, or whatever?
1: Absolutely. Every time.
0: Oh, thanks. I appreciate that.
1: Five stars.
0: (laughs) Okay. So we get questions a lot, obviously, about, you know, our marriage because we're just so in love, aren't we? Yes, we are. Okay, good. Good. That's great. Um, So one thing people want to know is how we invest into our marriage. We just recently celebrated 19 years.
1: 19 years. That is a long time.
0: Yes. I was looking back at all of our pictures with you with, with all your hair.
1: That was a while ago.
0: Yeah, and you used to use the chi flat iron to make it go straight up in the air.
1: It was amazing hair.
0: Yep. Um, yep, all of our wedding pictures and our honeymoon. Oh, it's so romantic.
1: I think it was shortly after that it all fell out.
0: It wasn't too long after that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I like you bald. I really do. <laughs>
1: Thank God, because (laughs) it's the only look I have.
0: (laughs) I really, I like, I like you just the way you are. You're aging well, Dave. I like it a lot. Um, Yeah. So 19 years of marriage, it's been great. I actually think it's just gotten better and better.
1: I was thinking about that and actually said something to you. And I mean it, I'm more in love with you today than I was 19 years ago, but I know a lot more about you today. We have definitely been through lots of highs and lows, lots of amazing moments and lots of challenging moments, not necessarily in our marriage, but just in life in general and in ministry and raising kids. And it's just fun to build a life together.
0: It has not been boring. That's for sure. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So what are some ways that we invest into our marriage with all as busy as we are? You know, we're, we're pretty, I think most couples are really busy. You know, life is busy for most people. Yep. So what are some ways that we, you know, invest into our marriage?
1: Well, I think There's lots of practical things that we could say, and there are lots of practical tips that I think we could give couples, but really at the core of what drives all of the how-tos is just the fact that we prioritize one another, we honor one another, we care about one another. And I think that both of us have been committed for 19 years to do the best we can to make sure the other is thriving. And I don't know that I've always hit the mark for that. But certainly that's always been my goal. And the the Bible's clear that the best marriage is two servants in love. And instead Mm -hmm. of you've never lived for your own interests, you've always put me and probably the kids and maybe even the church ahead of yourself. And I admire you for that. And it makes for an amazing marriage. And I've always tried to put you Mm -hmm. sometimes unsuccessfully, but always try to put you ahead of myself.
0: You, You always do.
1: And so I think, you know, it, it, the practical things, we have lots of conversations. I think communication is definitely a strong point, even though sometimes I forget to tell you details about the calendar. We do talk about feelings, emotions, <laughs> we stress, do. and we pressure. For, we
0: forget the details of the calendar sometimes, but we definitely know how each other feels. <laughs> we spend a lot of time processing
1: life and very little time processing the schedule. We may
0: forget to pick up a child, but we know how each other feels. They're all alive <laughs> and
1: fine. I'll be fine. Yeah.
0: I think the the thing um we have just always really had a close friendship. So, we fell madly in love, but when we did, we were emailing back and forth and so we weren't, you know, we were living halfway around the world from each other. So, we just fell madly in love through friendship. And so, and yep. we still are just the best of friends. I think you are my best friend, you know. Uh-huh. I'm You're your best friend. best friend. I hope so. You, I hope you we would say are best that. Um, but I think we just love to talk. Our kids probably get annoyed at us because we do. We sit in our mm-hmm. lazy boys and we just could talk for hours, Just like old people. Yeah, just like old people. So there's nothing that you know we necessarily want to like go to a fancy dinner and go catch a movie. We'd rather just sit and talk. Mm-hmm. So you know. I do
1: think it's uh, we could pause for a minute and say to all the single people and all the young people out there that are considering marriage and working towards it, that one of the greatest blessings that we had was the distance and separation and the fact that we had committed to each other, that we would enter our marriage in purity just because it didn't make the relationship about anything but the actual relationship. We spent time getting to know each other and falling in love with each other's personalities because while the physical part of marriage is crucial and wonderful and blessed and amazing when you do it God's way, um, if you don't have that great friendship, if you're choosing to spend your life with someone you don't really care for, you're going to be in big trouble.
0: Yeah. So let's talk for a minute about a date night, because I know for me, I felt a lot of pressure when we first got married. Cause you always hear like, you have to go on mm-hmm. a date night every week. And I think the heart behind a date night is good, right? Like, you know, take some time alone as a couple, but I think you know, what people say you have to go out on a date night. And I think it stressed me out because I actually am kind of a homebody and Mm -hmm. I don't really like to go out. It's, you know, and so I think what we found is not necessarily a date night, but just finding that time to remember that, you know, we are actually in love as like a couple. You know, we're not like business partners or parents, but, you know, Dave and Kate who fell in love before we had a company, a church and kids. Exactly. And I think that's what couples need to probably focus on is not necessarily going out, Mm -hmm. hiring a babysitter, spending money on dinner, you know, but what is it that you like to do as a couple Mm -hmm. to remember that you fell in love first before all the rest of life happened? That's
1: exactly right. And I think there's nothing wrong for the foodies out there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We are not foodies. Which (laughs) we are not
1: to find a babysitter and go out to a meal. But, you know, to your point, we live for the most part a pretty public life, so we rest privately. And going out to dinner is wonderful sometimes, but it's not something that you and I necessarily look forward to. So I will remember a lot in the early years, especially, we would talk about what fills our tanks and what do we enjoy. And I would challenge couples to find recreational hobbies that you can do together because you may rather go fishing than or, or a bike ride than necessarily going to a dinner and a movie. Not that there's anything wrong with a dinner and a movie if you really love cinema and you're a foodie. But I think to your point, there's social pressure to fall into one specific type of norm. And some couples do an amazing job of connecting on a long walk at the end of the day. And they may not need to go on a specific date once a week because they have that time daily that they're able to uh, get away from the kids or get away from the busyness of life and reconnect. And I think that's the most important thing is just connecting on a re- relational level that's so much deeper than, you know, the the business and the high and buys of the chaos of everyday life with kids, homework and sports and all the things that can occupy our time.
0: So let's talk about some things that we have done in the past and some stuff that we like to do now. Do you remember some stuff?
1: Well, when we first got married, we would ride our bicycles everywhere.
0: Everywhere. Before kids. Before kids. Like miles.
1: Miles and miles and miles. We'd just go explore on our bicycles, which seems crazy, but we loved it. We loved it. And then we would go like have a picnic from the... Uh, we'd go to Kroger and get salads at yeah. the salad bar, yeah. and then we'd go eat at a park because we just wanted to be outside.
0: Yeah, we always have loved being outside, and then um, and then we used to go on walks. We'd gotten to that habit for a long time. We haven't done that in a while though. We
1: haven't. We used to love going on walks and sometimes we do it in the morning. We get the kids off to school Mm because there's days that we have a little more flexible schedule. Sometimes we did it in the evening, which is very difficult with younger kids because you're in the rush and craziness and then you can't leave six kids in the house or five kids in the house who are too young and could burn the place down. So that's... Was not very relaxing when we tried it a couple of times, but yeah.
0: Of course, we had the the classic Oreo years where all the kids would be in bed by seven, and we yep. would eat double stuffed Oreos. Or
1: the season that you yelled at me while we played Mario Brothers. That oh, was very stressful. That was a
0: stressful, very short season. That was more
1: like marriage counseling <laughs> than it was date. I that didn't was marriage
0: counseling. It was actually really good. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yes, on the Wii. That was years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes but then I picked up golf a couple of years ago
1: which was very kind of you you picked up golf just to be with me which makes I mean it does make me frustrated when you hit the ball past me but uh, it I was very sweet hit of you the ball
0: past you you were to s- come play you're not a baller in golf right that's not a thing what are you in golf when you're good at it I don't know. I'm not good at it at all. I'm only here for the outfit. Just
1: good at golf. (laughs) I don't know.
0: (laughs) You're good at golf. But you are very
1: good since you're an athlete. But it is so fun to go out and just spend hours outside. To us, the thing that's so funny is we keep finding ways to get ourselves outside.
0: Yeah. We did do CrossFit for a while together, and then I felt like I was too old for that. So we've just tried, you know, we played basketball because I definitely could beat you at that for a while. So... (laughs) I think think we just try to find something that we like to do together. I think that's really healthy for, you know, for us, that's always been something fun. Obviously, something competitive nine times out of ten.
1: Nine times out of (laughs) ten. We were even racing on our bicycles. We
0: were racing on our bicycles. So, yeah, so those are things for us just being quality time together. Finding
1: ways to hang out together and doing things. Again, the dinner and a movie can be great, but the thing that's most important is that you're reconnecting, taking a time to press pause on life and talk about deeper conversations, talk about feelings, talk about beliefs, talk about stress and pressure of life and make sure that we always try to make sure we're aware of how are you and where are you at and what do you need from me and how can I, how can I do better? How can I love you better? How can I support you better? And uh, I think that it always provides so much clarity and connection in our relationship because it's super important.
0: Right. Just because we go out to eat doesn't mean we know the heart of each other. And exactly. that's what we want to know, like the true heart of our spouse. Right. Mm-hmm. So,
1: And and one of the things I will interject as well is we we do try really hard to take a little bit of time every week. And I would say sometimes we fall short on that. But it's a goal that when we're connecting, when we're dating, when we're walking That we don't just talk about church or the kids, that we have some time that we dream and we talk about us. We talk about Mm -hmm. our future. We talk about maybe a vacation we want to go on or a trip that we want to take or something we want to do together so that some of that personal time is spent on us and not just on all the things surrounding us.
0: That can be really hard for us, I think, when it comes to the church, because we are so passionate about you know, building the it's church. It's mostly your fault. It, I don't think so. I think it's both of our <laughs> faults, but I think we're so passionate about building the local church that, you know, we just could talk about it all day long, every day,
1: every day, all day long. But
0: I think it is important, you know, to take a minute and just focus on Dave and Kate, you know, we fell madly in love all mm-hmm. those years ago, 19. Well, actually we fell in love like 19 and, 19 a, half and a half years, years ago. ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just think it is really important just to fall back in love with each other and put all that stuff aside for just a quick second and then just jump right back into the local church, right? Because it's the hope of the world. Okay, so here is another question I think we should talk about. Because um, we both work, right? Like I work full-time, you work full-time. So what does Dave Sumral do around the house to help out? What is Dave's role inside the home because but Dave you do so much you will load the dishwasher you will empty the dishwasher if you you will like I'll run r- laundry run I'll put laundry. kids to bed you i love do. it all you give, do anything. you give Thunder a bath I mean you are just hands on however man. I can help yep you do and so I think I really appreciate it because you know you obviously see that I work too and so we do we just you know if I have to work late at the office you'll pick up you know the kids and yeah. take them home and do whatever so yeah.
1: Well, it's but
0: you don't cook.
1: I grill. <laughs> but, but, yeah. I don't know why that doesn't count. I really would like to get credit for that. I don't I don't think you see me for who I am.
0: I think it's true. You grill. You do grill. I haven't
1: grilled in a long time though. It's been you cold it. yeah. and yeah. I haven't gone out there in the cold. It's
0: it's nice. It's I'm nice today. I'm really
1: really good at DoorDash. <laughs>
0: You can I've fill in skills. in a, in a, in a yep. tight moment. You do. I'm
1: good at making city barbecue. <laughs> I can get some hibachi there fast. You can. I'll even get in the car you and, will. Drive and drive all the way down to Panda Express before they close.
0: <laughs> I'm you good will. at that. No, but you are, you do help out a lot. I think, you know, when you have two working parents, it's just all hands on deck. But yeah, our kids, obviously, yeah, they help out a lot too. We just, we're, we talked about it. Last week, I think, um on the podcast of just our we have a team. that's what we are. we're just all a team all all eight of us are a team. Well,
1: and the thing that makes us so unique, I think, and there's probably quite a few people in our church where the family owns a business or runs a company, and uh, we have that very unique situation to be co-leading our church together, and itown needs every bit of your genius, input, insight, and all the sacrifices you make for this place make it what it is. And so if we're a team at work, we should be a team at home as well. It's completely ridiculous and unfair to assume that everything at home is still your responsibility while you carry all the responsibilities of leadership at the church as well.
0: Well, thank you. And all the women said, amen. (laughs) Okay. So we are blessed with a great marriage. So how has that impacted our parenting?
1: I would say that I think one of the things I'm most thankful for in life is sports because it is taught both of us because we've both been lifetime athletes how to be a team. And I would say that uh, the reason why we find success in our professional lives together, our personal lives together. And even with parenting is that we're always a team and we work really hard at staying on the same page. And I know with the kids, I bring some things to the table. You bring a lot more to the table, (laughs) but You know, I'm so thankful for your just intuition and you can sense and have insight into problems and issues, challenges you notice when the kids are not thriving and uh, you're always so great at that. But then you and I will have a conversation together about what could it be. And we come up with a strategy, whether it's something we need to bring to them in correction or discipline or just help to come alongside them and help them navigate a problem that maybe we don't know exists. And so we're always a team in communicating with our kids. We're a team in disciplining our kids. And I think the balance of what both of us bring to the table and the fact that we don't ever burn each other down in front of the kids, we don't undermine each other with the kids. If a child has asked you or me a question, That they didn't like the answer to and then they go to the other just the fact that they went to the other to try and get a different answer means they're going to have consequences because Mm -hmm. like we say in our marriage conference united we stand yeah we've got to stay on the same page and i think that healthy communication that we have each day flows into healthy parenting healthy communication so that uh, we can walk in agreement together of this is what we want for our children and this is what we together believe is the best path and we've had some conversations about that. Sometimes uh, we disagree initially on how much discipline a child should have or how long the discipline should last um, or, or you know maybe how we navigate a certain problem or issue, but we always talk it through and then we get on the same page. And I know that our kids benefit from that. And I know, as well as annoying as it probably is to our children that we want to spend so much time together and that we spend time at the end of the day together. I know it also gives them great confidence knowing that we are in love and that they have a solid foundation in the home. And so I'm, I'm thankful for that.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting, too, because we have three boys and three girls. and. You know, I've always wondered, you know, before we had the kids like, you know, is Dave going to, you know, raise the boys more and is Kate going to, you know, like, you know, like, how does that work? Like, am I going to kind of end up, you know, talking to the girls more and you talk to the boys more? But as like life's gone on and the kids have gotten a little older, it's really interesting because sometimes depending on what's going on in the child's life, you know, I'll be like, you know what, I'm going to talk to this boy And Mm -hmm. you're going to talk to the girl about like, it's not always like I'm talking to the girls and you're talking to the boys, depending on what they're walking through. It's true. Because it's like in the moment, it's like, you know, I think they you know, this boy might need to hear from me or maybe he needs to hear from you, depending on the situation. Because it really is like God really did design a family like a child really does need a mom and a dad. And it's so interesting how those voices are needed in the child's life. So it's just been really interesting because I, you know, I think with the girls, we just kind of raise the girls. But then, once the boys came along, I'm like, "Well, I guess Dave's just gonna raise the boys." I don't know why I thought that.
1: <laughs> like, They'd be in trouble if they didn't have you. You know
0: what I mean? But as they've gotten older, I'm like, "Oh, you know, like I need to actually have this heart to heart with Tate or George." You know, mm-hmm. obviously, Thunder's a little, a little young for those deep heart to hearts. But um, so it's just been really interesting.
1: And I would also say to that's one of the things that's so beautiful too about the body of Christ is that uh, there's some. Uh, other, as much as we invest into our kids, or are some other people, whether on staff or people that we love, uh, who do life with us, who can also invest into our kids in difficult seasons. And I would, uh, really encourage single parents out there who may be listening to this thinking, oh man, I'm in a single situation. So my kids are at a deficit. No, that's what the body of Christ is for. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And sometimes even with mom and dad, they need an uncle's voice. They need uh, an adopted uncle's voice or mm-hmm. niece's voice or cousin's voice. They they just need outside voices in their life of adults and even kids their age who love the Lord, who can help them through different seasons and community. And I would encourage single parents to lean into that. That's why we have, of course, circles at iTown, so people can build those kinds of relationships because it takes so many people investing into our kids to help them And all those different seasons, because just even with our own family, from guys to girls and uh, husband and wife, there's different moments with different personalities that children need a different voice.
0: Absolutely. I
1: think it takes all of us.
0: Yeah. Well, this has been awesome. Is there anything else you want to say before?
1: No, I'm so honored that I get to be a part (laughs) of the Mama Kate podcast.
0: Well, I've just loved like the last 20 minutes just talking to you with nobody else around. It's been great.
1: It has been amazing. Yeah. Even though one of our kids walked in on us.
0: They did try to come in, but it's fine. I shooed them away. (laughs) Good mothering. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed it and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining us this season on the Mama Kate podcast. Head on over to our website to find free downloadable resources from episodes all throughout the season. That's MamaKate.com, M-A-M-A-K-A-T-E.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Mama Kate podcast so that you know when the next season drops. Until then, we love you guys. Have a great week and God bless.